News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. New laws will come into force this week to provide a legal basis for people who may have difficulty with their decision-making capacity. Uh, we're joined by Sage Advocacy CEO Mervyn Taylor. Uh, Mervyn, uh, we're talking here about the replacement of, I mean, when you even look at the language of it, the uh, Lunacy Regulation Act of 1871. Morning, Shane. I mean, yes, it's interesting you've picked up on that. I mean, this is, uh, until this Wednesday, uh, people, the term lunatic is officially still legal. And, I mean, this legislation dates from 1871, the year after Charles Dickens died. So we're going back about 150 years. Dickensian. Ireland, uh, well, (laughs) post-Dickensian, yes. Sorry, you're right, yeah. no, but the you're right. I mean, it's a, it's of a, a totally different uh, time, and this is a much more reflects more the democratic instincts of our time. It's taken a long time to get it here. Um, there has been about twenty years' work, um, and particularly on a day like today, I'd like to pay particular attention to and recognise the role of Patricia Ricard Clark, the Law Reform Commissioner also Chair of uh, SAGE Advocacy and Safeguarding Ireland, who has been very, very much a leading force in this development of this legislation. And it's um, a culmination of 20 years' work, but the legislation, in fact, the first major legislative change was in 2015. Then there was amending legislation in December of last year. So it's been uh, a long time coming. But the most important thing is that it is now going to be here and it will make a major change okay. and it will mean the end of the system of wards of court. Yeah, I was going to say, so aside from the uh, the awful name of Lunacy Regulation Act, what was the key difficulty uh, with this uh, in terms of how it's working today? What were the key difficulties? Well, in simple terms, um, you had, if you were made a ward of court, um effectively you lost your legal rights. It was an all or nothing situation. So um, there was no allowance for the fact that you might have certain levels of capacity and that you might need support with uh, making decisions. So this is a much more subtle approach. It's got a a sort of three tiers, as it were. First of all, you have a simple decision-making assistant or a fairly informal uh, arrangement between friends or family or uh, another trusted person a slightly more formal system of co-decision maker where you actually register a co-decision making agreement. And then there's a court uh, related designated decision making representative. Now, that's that's three tiers, as it were. In addition to that, there's two really important other things. One is that we already have enduring powers of attorney, but this will bring in some improvements to that system of enduring power of attorney. And also it will provide a legal basis for advanced healthcare directives. And it sets up a new uh, state agency, the uh, Decision Support Service, to actually make sure that all of these mechanisms work and to actually uh, investigate if things go wrong in the decision-making process or somebody's unduly influenced in the process. 
Uh, just briefly, uh, Mervyn, I mean, is there any suggestion? I mean, a couple of people had suggested this to me over over time that while this is absolutely done for the right reason, and I understand the difficulties and and the potential for abuse that was there with the old system, could this make this trickier for people who are, you know, relatives of someone who is um, uh, has severe uh, mental incapacity and are trying to do the right thing by him and her? Could it make things more awkward, more difficult? Or, or is it all upside as far as you're concerned? No, I, I mean, I think that there there is a level of concern out there for people who think, oh, we've got to get support with every decision being made. Well, that, the, the question here is really, it's all about what decision needs to be made. So before we rush to kind of decide, oh, we must support everybody with every decision, it's really, is there an important decision to be made? Yeah. And that's the first thing. So it's not, think of it less as an event than a process, yeah. and it's a process of support where you are required to facilitate a person's uh, capacity to make a decision, and then there is an approach which actually says how you assess capacity, and it requires you in the process to support the person rather than just decide, okay, a person can't remember that Bertie Ahern is no longer the Taoiseach and it's now Leo Varadkar. That, that isn't proof that a person lacks capacity or is losing their marbles it or anything like that. A person may not be interested. So, yeah. that, you know, really there's a, a much more uh, detailed process here and it's really about digging down, spending time, being patient and actually deciding with the person, helping them work to the solution that they want. And that's okay. the issue here. There is decision right. support. Mervyn Taylor, Sage Advocacy CEO. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.